All right. Hello. Good morning. My name is Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 23, uh, Raised by Wolves. Does anyone know the story of the three little pigs? The first little pig built a house out of straw. The second little pig built a house out of sticks. But the third little pig, he built a house out of stone. HBO Max um, original show. I don't know if it's an HBO. It's an HBO original show, I guess. I, I mean, if you have HBO, I assume you can watch the show. You don't have to have Max. Um, so, yeah, HBO original show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I uh, was telling Brian he needs to watch it. He did. So now we're going to do an episode on it. Um, I watched most of this very early on, and I tried to watch like some recap stuff uh last night but you know the show is very complicated so i was like uh man all the recap stuff was so long and i was like so i just kind of skipped through it and tried to just refresh my memory on some of the main stuff um so i think what i'd like to do is lean on you since you've watched it recently and you could just kind of be the jump off point for whatever you want to talk about and then i'm pretty sure I'll, you know, my memory will be refreshed and I can jump in on things and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, you've been telling me to watch this since I think October, whenever it's aired, maybe it was November, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just kind of put it on my back burner. I was kind of watching other stuff and finally had some days off after the holidays and sat down and watched a few shows and this was one of them. And um, yeah, overall, I think it's awesome. Um I think there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I have some nitpicky things towards the end. Um, I think it kind of fumbles the ball a little bit in the last couple episodes, but I think overall as a package, uh, if you're a fan of sci-fi, like this is a must watch. If you're a fan of Ridley Scott or just like interesting vision, like fascinating and and, and unique visuals and um, a unique story that we don't really, haven't really seen before. Um, and a lot of themes, <laughs> a lot, a lot of themes, which I, I think they probably could have narrowed it down to just a few, but I feel like hey, that's just keep going to the very end. That's new Ridley Scott stuff for you, dude. Yeah. Like I for love me. the, the, you know, obviously religion's a huge theme, uh, uh, being a parent, um, nature versus nurture. These are some of the things, but I mean, they keep going with themes towards the end. Like there's even like divorce towards the end that they kind of play with, but, um, yeah. I don't know. So I think they kind of could have honed in on some of those and just kind of explored more of those things. But um, that's very, very, very minor nitpicky. I think um, what they did, um, what they did give us in terms of letting me think about some of these themes, uh, nature versus nurture, what it's like to be a parent and, and definitely religion. Um, yeah. I think they really, really did a really fantastic job in putting all these seeds into my head and got me to think. And also at the same time, like entertaining me and showing me a, a bunch of cool characters that I got sucked into and 
a very unique villain who who has a turn that makes sense and it's kind of fascinating to see his turn um yeah you talk about the vikings guy yeah uh i have imdb up here so i'll probably i'll use some people's name but yeah uh, marcus who marcus marcus and sue who are atheists in this war who steal faces of i forget what the cultists they're not the cult but the religious um people are yeah. called but um they take their faces and they and they um get on this arc that is going to a new planet to restart yeah so but i'm getting a little ahead of myself but well yeah plop synopsis of people uh earth is like no longer inhabitable so they chose uh like ran lottery of who gets to go on the ship to go to the new planet i can't i think there's more than one ship but i can't remember anyways there's very limited space of who they can take so some people are going to be left behind and die. And uh, so those two people, Marcus and Sue, that's not who they really are. They're two uh, atheists who are fighting against the religious faction. And uh, they find the two religious people and steal their faces. Yeah, and just sneak aboard the ship. Come to find out those people had a son. And so they got to assimilate that family and stuff. And there's some interesting stuff uh, with that. Um, all the while the non-religious folks don't have the money or the resources to send um you know a giant spaceship into space to save themselves uh so what they do is they just send like embryos they send like these little baby embryos a couple of them i think there was what 12 to start out with or six something uh, like that the, yeah six or seven and so they send that with two androids because then you don't need the uh uh, life-sustaining stuff on the ship, you know, to go super long distances. They don't have to have food. They don't have to have oxygen and stuff. So they send two androids that then they will uh, birth the kids on the new planet. This interesting little birthing. It was a very uh, cool visual that with the embryos, how they, how they came about. So they send them and it's, it's, uh, it's shoulders. It's, it's this character, mother, mother. Yeah. And, and then father, which I thought those were both, freaking awesome characters yeah like, they were great <clears throat> mother was super cool and later on you start to see how freaking op she is just super powerful um and then father's just a really character you just start to really like mm -hmm. as like a father figure and then he he dies and has some unfortunate things happen to him more than once and then yeah every time i'm just like damn it and he's <laughs> i was pissed at her when she killed father dude i was like hell yeah. no <laughs> father but uh yeah, so they get to the, they're on the planet raising these kids, and that's when the, the other ship comes with all the other people. And, uh, and this is by the end of their experiment. They're down to one kid. All the other kids have died. Come to find out the stuff they're feeding them from the planet is radioactive, killed the kids. And uh, they thought they were just bad parents, like they were not doing it. So they kind of go into this weird depression as robots. Uh, shoot down the ship. Uh, kill everyone except a small group of people who Marcus and Sue are part of. Uh, mother goes, steals some of their kids. Kids hate them at first. Most of the kids start to, to really like them as a family because they really are, I mean, they're murdering people, but they're looking out for the kids. Like, mm -hmm. you start to really appreciate them as, like, you shouldn't like this character mother at all, but you really yeah. do. And uh, there's a lot of other shit that goes on, but that's like a basic story structure of, you know, so you understand who these people are. Um, yeah, so I want to uh, piggyback because most of that's in episode one, which is kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> that's, that's, 
a jam-packed episode and it was awesome from from beginning to end but yeah to uh to bounce off what you were saying you know this one atheist uh coder or or some some you know mechanic genius sends two droids yeah. to basically start civilization again through the eyes of without like without religion basically um yeah raising kids without bringing that into their lives as, as atheists and so like yeah you were saying the androids crash land they they grow seven children or birth seven children however you want to look at it and uh yeah most of them die except for one his name is campion campion Champion. And then the Ark from the religious people show up with and they send down a shuttle of a couple people and they get into a fight because they want to steal Campion and Mother kind of uh, snaps into this uh, um, weird programming that she didn't know about. Yeah, she's a to come to find out she's what's called a necromancer. Yes. Which was like the greatest weapon that the, the religious people had. The Saul followers. I just they yeah that's right Saul followers yeah. hail, hail Saul um, so she's like the greatest weapon they have she's like their nukes that they mm-hmm. they would only use uh, periodically I think they were made near the end of the war and that's what pretty much ended the war but uh, there's very few of them and uh, they're just like oh it's fucking the visuals of the necromancer like that is so bomb dude. she, she, she kind of mm-hmm. looks like Jesus she puts her hands out and floats yeah. up and she turns gold when she's mm-hmm. doing this and uh She's got all sorts of fucking powers, dude. Like ray guns. She can scream at you and make you blow up. And those visuals are freaking yeah. crazy. Like walking down the hall and there's a bunch of people. Just, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So she, she, the, these four or five, uh, Saul believers crash down and, and try to take Campion from them. And so she hits that necromancer programming, which she didn't know she had. Um, and so she kills most, she kills all of them, but one. And then she takes their craft, goes into the fucking space under their mothership and completely destroys, kills everybody and, and steals a few kids and brings them back down. And uh, yeah, starts to starts to take care of these new kids. And then that's that's kind of the main plot. And then the subplot is the stuff we kind of already talked about with that Marcus and Sue character who are atheists back on Earth who steal um, these other people's faces to get on that arc. Um, but what they had to do to do that is they actually had to kill the real people um, so that there's no evidence yeah, it's of a, like them. It's a T-1000 situation. Yes. They, they, what happens to the person you copied? Terminated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so they find out, after killing them, they find out that they actually had a son. So now they have to pretend to be this kid's son wearing... <laughs> their Paul. his parents face which is pretty fucked yeah. up but um anyway so that's important because <laughs> when mother goes up to the ark and kills everybody and steals children um uh their kid happens to be one of the kids she steals and so uh marcus and sue survive this attack from on the ark and they or hurt them and like a band of other people survive the the attack that mother um takes upon herself on the ark and uh, Marcus's whole goal is to get his kid back, basically, and mother and father back on the other camp are just trying to raise these kids, and that's kind of in a nutshell. I mean, things get a little twisty and turny uh, as they go along, but yeah, which is weird because it's not their kid. Yeah, but they they really do end up loving this kid like their own. 
Um, <clears throat> and then all the while, Marcus starts to become religious. Yes. From the things he sees and starts hearing voices and like uh, the leader of the, the, the religious people. Damn, I wish I remember their names. Uh, it's like something with an M, but I don't remember. Yeah, I like yeah. that turn a lot, his turn, because, you know. Because the, <clears throat> the religious leader's like an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, you could tell he's, he's almost like fake, but Marcus didn't believe it. So once he starts to believe it, he's, he's very genuine about it, even though he may be misguided. And so uh, uh, then the, they find this crazy uh, temple pyramid thing. And I guess there's five of them. And the, the showrunner said, and it like, there's five of them and they were ships or something. It's season two. Check it out. But, uh, but it burns him alive like just randomly and so he takes it upon himself to become the leader and uh yeah the, the, the whole time before that the the leader's like asking marcus to do fucked up shit marcus mm -hmm. is like really do you, do you want to do this like but he doesn't want to call him out in front of everybody because then they'll because these guys are supposed to like follow blindly their leadership and uh so yeah i really liked that turn of events and it's cool how she becomes less of a believer and he becomes Comes an absolute believer, and that's where their paths kind of. Well, it's kind of the fascinating part of his turn is that they're still atheists. They're just in these bodies. They're supposed to pretend to be believers of Saul, yeah. but they're still atheists. So they have to like, yeah, Saul. And they, they have all these things memorized so they can kind of fit in with this band yeah. of people. But that's not, that's what I find was interesting with his turn is that the longer it goes, he actually starts to turn and become a believer. And yeah, like you said, his wife still. Um, still retains still retains her atheist beliefs, but um, yeah, he starts to go a little cuckoo, cuckoo in the brain, and uh, yeah, and all all the while, <clears throat> there's many other things going on. <laughs> that's only one. That's like side plot of the yeah, show. Yeah, there's <laughs> like fucking there's uh, there's like holes in the planet, tunnels. It's like uh, uh tremors or fucking uh, Beetlejuice to freaking sandworms. You know I hate them. Uh, but there's these fucking giant serpents that once ruled the planet. You don't really see them anymore. Uh, you see the tunnels where they used to be, and they all go to like the core of the earth. It's like a traverse of the fucking planet. And, like weird things happen around the tunnels. Like uh, one of the little girls fell into one, and now like people keep seeing her, mm -hmm. like her ghost or whatever. And like there's like this strange attraction. Like the tunnels try to attract you to them. Mm -hmm. to take you and it's fucking weird and uh yeah. later on a fucking machine uh impregnates mother with <laughs> with one of the snakes and she yeah. thinks it's going to be this new baby but it ends up being one of those fucking snakes and it's uh it's crazy um yeah. and then there's creatures on the planet that they end up having to eat because they can't eat the, the beans or whatever the hell they were um but come to find out those creatures were humans mm -hmm. and they're just devolving for some reason and they had an ancient quarrel with the snakes of the planet and they're mm -hmm. trying to stop like mother because they somehow know that she's going to bring them back even though she doesn't intend to some crazy fucking little plots coming in here like this show I absolutely needed to see the next episode every week, dude. Yeah. It's like, it was just so much going on. I loved it. This is probably my favorite show of the year. Had me going. Uh, I was disappointed when I was finished. It's one of those shows like, damn, it's over. Mm -hmm. 
I just, I really loved it. And I thought all the actors were great in it too. Visually looked amazing. Every, I liked everything about it. Yeah, I don't think I recognized one person in the show, which was really cool. Really? Yeah, I don't think I recognize. Well, I haven't seen Vikings, but um, yeah, I didn't well, recognize I guess, anybody. So. I guess that's the only guy I really recognized, but I love Vikings. <laughs> so I really liked him, but mother was freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. The father was awesome. Uh, uh, every character was played really well. I liked everybody in this. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool story. Um, and like you were saying towards the end about Serpent and her getting, that's kind of where I didn't really check out. I mean, I still was really entertained and like really into it. And I, like you, I wanted to keep watching the next episode. But um, <laughs> I do think they swung for the fences a little bit with some of this stuff. Uh, I don't know if it all of it landed with me. I think maybe they could have just kept it a little more condensed and a little less out there. Um, but that being said, I was still I was still entertained. Like I still enjoyed the yeah. show. It was I wasn't like, oh, this is fucking dumb, and like walked away. It was just like, this is weird. I don't know if I like it, but I'm all right. What's oh, this is the next thing. Okay, cool. I don't know if I like that, but all right, I'm I'm still with you. Um, but yeah, because it, it does get fucking weird. And there's yeah. like a weird. Uh, well, I guess those are humans. She has this vision of this. She looks at this tarot card, and she has this vision of all these people that are cloaked, and mm-hmm. they're. Um, they are standing around this really eerie like box with a weird uh like bird-like head with its mouth open and it's like dripping this white blood i'm like <laughs> this is fucking creepy but what is happening yeah what's up with uh ridley scott and white blood bro yeah he loves that milk blood mm-hmm. and he only produced to this but god his fingerprints are all over it he did the first two episodes and i think he didn't touch uh, it did after you, that did you direct them yeah yeah i don't know if he wrote it or anything but uh no i think he the that guy wrote all of them what's what's his name aaron gazitsky or something yeah his fingerprints are all over this it could have been a ridley scott you know film or whatever is what it feels like it seems like especially ridley scott's newer stuff which i haven't been a big fan of like prometheus and the other new alien i can't remember because it wasn't good um covenant yeah um but i like this better than those I think this was better than those. Maybe it's because it's not trying to fit itself into a, a known universe. Yeah. But you can see in Prometheus was almost just like this, like all these crazy ideas and like mm-hmm. uh, story threads that didn't, uh, you never really get an answer to. I'm sure we'll get more answers to this because there's a season two coming, but yeah, I was actually me- surprised by that. I thought this was just a one and done miniseries. I was really shocked when I got to the last episode and all these unanswered stuff. I'm like, Oh, they're doing another season. I thought it was just a one and done thing, but I was wrong. Yeah. I thought so too. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like uh, mother and father are in the tropical part of the world now, which oh which yeah, is yeah, kind that's... of a goal that everyone's trying to get to throughout the whole series, and they it looks like they they landed there. Yeah, they're trying to get to uh, yeah the warmer part of the planet because uh, the chances of survival increase exponentially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to uh, talk about this, isn't it? Because it's yeah, so it's, weird. It's I yeah, mean, it's, it's so all over the place. So it's like, where do you pick yeah, up? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. Well, uh, I want to go back to Father um, because it's interesting because the, the show starts with this dynamic of like them needing one another and I don't know, they're being both parenting. And then when, um, when Mother has her switch, when she realizes that she's a necromancer and she has all these powers, she kind of 
takes um, she kind of takes um, the role of the parent, and the father kind of doesn't know what to do and doesn't know how he's um, contributing yeah. to this family. I thought that was kind of a, I like the episode where he's, or I guess it's more than one episode, but he's trying to find his place in this family. He doesn't know quite why, how because mother's so dominating and and she can do everything, and he doesn't know how he can contribute. And I thought all that stuff was really fun, like and then teaching how the kids how to hunt and all that kind of shit yeah he's like jealous and mm -hmm. uh demasculated by it yeah but he's a robot so that was pretty cool and then he's like he gets uh jealous and hurt that she cheats on him mm -hmm. that she gets pregnant because she has virtual sex in this machine even though they don't have sex as uh robots you yeah. could tell that it's, it's, it's like your wife cheated on you is what the the, right. the dynamic is if you lied to me about this and I don't, this baby isn't part of our plan. And it's like, uh, it's really cool stuff. Yeah. And like he storms off and then Campion runs out. He's like, damn father, where are you going? He's like, I can no longer be with your mother. She upsets me and like goes <laughs> off in the woods. I'm like, Oh, now we're getting to some divorce territory. <laughs> yeah. He like, thinks cool. about, he thinks about like erasing his memory. He mm -hmm. does have his memory erased at one point and then he comes back. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, what's some other stuff? Uh, Oh, Campion. That's one of those characters that you just like annoyed with the whole damn show. He's just being a little asshole most of the time. Campion. Um, Paul, I think, was kind of one of those characters, too. Uh, yeah, the son, quote unquote, uh, the son. Yeah, he was kind of a kind of a jerk. But the, the kid you hate the most is the the little the the oldest kid, the the black kid, the one the, the one. Oh, kid who, yeah, yeah. The one kid who like keeps his faith. Mm hmm uh through everything and he's just always trying to uh fuck up father and mother and like set these traps and try to fuck with them um eventually he turns around and he like helps father uh which was pretty cool to see that that long turnaround by him yeah like, you can tell he felt guilty because he's kind of the, he wasn't the reason why he got killed obviously there's other reasons why but he was a main factor why father got killed the second time from the the religious group because he kind of he lets the religious group know where father's hiding. So they shoot the living yeah. shit out of him. So it's good that he got to redeem himself with his, with that father. Yeah. I think he, 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 and he realizes that father, the, who he thought he hated cared more about him, even through his hate than mm -hmm. and any of these people ever did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I also like that, that scene. Cause you know, she takes these kids from their family and, and their religion. Right. And then they, they stick them in this hut and they're like, Hey, we're going to try and take care of you. So for a few episodes, they're really like, we don't like you. You're fucking, you're a crazy necromancer. You could snap at any time and kill us. We need to get back to our shit. We need to find our family. And so that's kind of what their secret goal is, or that's what they want for a few episodes. And then they finally get it when the uh, religious people come in and, and, and basically kill father and, and hang up mother and tie her up. And then they yeah. kind of live in that, in, in that environment. And then <laughs> the kids start to hate it. They're like, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> I kind of miss mother and father raising us. Cause these guys are kind of assholes. So I thought that yeah. was kind of funny where they, they wanted something and then they finally got it. And they're like, I kind of want to go back to the other yeah. shit. And um, nobody wanted to save the children really yeah. from the, from the group um the, the only reason why they ended up saving the children's because marcus and his uh wife who are not even part of them and not even related to the children they have that fake son wanted to save paul because they they grew this big relationship because on the ship you're in a virtual world 
it's plugged into your mind when you're in sleep and they they spent that whole time with Paul and they had all this <clears throat> family time and they, they, they grew to love him as a son and they are the only reason they go after them. They really push to go save the kids. Um, and so that was interesting. Like no one wanted to save the kids, but the people that really shouldn't have wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the things that I, I struggle with and I'm, when I'm trying to like, I wonder if we're ever going to get any answers is Saul. And Saul is this deity that these people um, uh, look up to or, or praise. And there are multiple characters in the show who hear a voice. So I don't know because it feels like the show, the show isn't really bashing religion, but it is forcing us to like come to terms with some of the, the, the negative sides of uh what religion can do so i don't think it's necessarily bashing religion but at the same time these people are hearing voices so it's like are they are they giving credence to to religion and and a deity who is contacting people and or, or is it are they actually just going crazy is it something that, that the planet's yeah. making them do is it something like you yeah. were saying with the tunnels it could be um, that yeah so that that part I thought was interesting that they never really explain where it's like did Marcus really hear voices did this, did Paul really hear voices did that guy who raped all those people who were yeah. sleeping hear voices because he wasn't even on the planet when it happened so it's weird yeah and I um I don't think it was bashing religion at all uh, I don't like it when shows and things do that yeah because um, I'm a religious person but mm. I thought it was just showing you how something very good could be turned very bad and they they show both sides are very bad yeah i mean yeah, the religious definitely. people have the necromancers and kill a bunch of people but if if they really lived by their ideals they would be like a perfect people right but mm -hmm. it never works out that way and the uh atheists uh even though they think they're better um they're just as bad they would train child soldiers uh child suicide bombers is what they would use a lot of yeah. Because no, no one suspected a kid and they'd send a kid in there and then make the kid blow himself up to kill a bunch of, uh, of the religious people. So I think it just shows how both sides are very terrible, yet think they're the good guy. The classic bad guy thinks he's, he's the just one yeah, kind of yeah. scenario. But Definitely. they're both bad guys, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. when they. I think it was in the first or second episode when they're starting to kind of... Um they're like growing crops and they're kind of just hanging out. And I think she's, she's explaining more about why they're there. And she's saying, you know, my, I'm talking about mother. Mm -hmm. uh, when mother says, Oh, our creator is an atheist. And he wanted us, he brought us here to, to grow up in a world without basically religion, all that. And I was kind of thinking in my head, like, even if you succeed and you, and these kids grow up and they have kids and then, you know, civilization starts again, you're still going to have religion. People are always going to question what's up in the sky and, 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 and you know look up to something to pray to and to I, I think even um what's her name the gal the one of the older teenagers who's pregnant tempest yeah. or tempest she yep. says one of, one of my favorite lines that stuck with me was it like um at least i think it was her or no it was sue it was sue it was the marcus's wife uh she was explaining to mother how she was uh she can't have children and that Paul, not her son, but she, she's, she's caring for him as if he's her son, um, was a gift. And that the line is something along the lines of um, humans, or we can't, 
except when we get good luck. So we have to, um, we have to give it, we have to praise somebody in order to us to, to, to accept our good luck, basically. I don't know. It's something along those lines. That kind of stuck out to me, but, um, fuck, I don't know where I was going there, going there with that, but <laughs> I lost my chain of thought. Right on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, another interesting thing is a lot of those, uh, most, a lot of the people end up switching sides. Like, you know, um, Campion starts like wanting to pray and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, she's just pissed off by that. She's like, Why would you do that? And so, you know, they're always intrigued by uh, the, the taboo, you know, the other side of the, the coin. Mm-hmm. Tempest too. I think Tempest started as, uh, well, I guess she wasn't really. Well, Tempest was. She was on the fence from the, from the get go, but. She was the first one to flip. She, yeah. t- like first time they sat down for dinner, she gave up her little uh, Saul coin that everyone wears around their neck mm-hmm. to show that they're one of the people. And she's just like, here it is thanks yeah <laughs> but she was done because you know she was raped by the uh priest when she was in hyper sleep mm-hmm. and uh that uh, priest is pretty creepy yeah the helmet couldn't take the helmet yeah. off yeah that he, was kind of weird he told me to spread my seed fucking <laughs> 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 weird all right man and uh yeah yeah this the crazy helmet contraption it's almost like something off silent hill yeah that's what it reminded me of pyramid Head. yeah but you yeah, yeah so you can't take it off and if he goes too far from like his, his uh guards it, it it'll blow up his head mm-hmm. and then uh tempest ends up doing that to him and it's a pretty cool scene and the thing it actually right. didn't blow up it fucking imploded yeah that was kind of weird head. she like he took her blood or something and became this monster i was like this is a little out there but i guess i'm wait whose blood did, did he take his mother's it's like because she was taking his blood and somehow it got reversed so then her blood was starting to go to him but then he was just like this fucking like like bane or something you know yeah well weird he's got that super blood bro i guess so or maybe he got some of that fucking worm blood yeah that serpent blood (laughs) yeah buddy that was totally a a little uh alien creature like from the movie aliens Mm -hmm. or more more prometheus but Totally right up that alley. Yeah, it kind of it looked like the thing that. Yeah, I guess it was just a face hugger, wasn't it? Prometheus that got on the oh, yeah, yeah. And, and melted it. Was it just a face hugger? It wasn't different. Are you talking about in Prometheus? Yeah. Was there a face hugger in Prometheus? I don't remember. That's what I'm because something got on his helmet. I remember a, a, a melted helmet, and then it got on his face. Right. So mm, I don't remember. I remember I remember it look. I remember it looking like that little fucking worm. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember they're in the that room with the big head, and they have all those little pods, and the yeah. goo turns into like a little serpent thing. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. There's always a goo. Yeah. And then it's like you, it's like Jeff Goldblum said. Oh, why is he touching? Mm-hmm. Always touching. Why does he have to touch it? Yes, yep. it's oohs and ahs at first. Yes, and then there's running and biting. <laughs> yeah nature will find a way Mm -hmm. i guess but uh that's uh all the main stuff i could think of on this you got anything you want to touch on Hmm. i mean i I wanted to touch on the uh cinematography and the the visuals of this uh look fucking amazing yeah i really like the way it was shot 
I think it looks really cool. Uh, all of it. I think the it was a very interesting way to do. They do the flashbacks to the planet, like the future, and everything's kind of like a devolved future, you know. Mm -hmm. Like everything's technologically advanced, but their clothes are fucking weird, and yeah, you know, it's just it's almost like a the crusade type of stuff. Yeah, they're dressed I, like that too. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Cool way to cool way to do it. Yeah, I uh, on top of the cinematography, I just think some of the designs are unique and cool and stuff we haven't seen before. It does harken back to Alien H.R. Geiger. I think that was his name. Like even just what the spaceships look like, what some of the creatures look like. There's that scene I was talking about earlier where she has a vision of these cloaked figures, you know, praying over this thing. And it's just like a weird, creepy looking box with a bird head with milk. You know, it was just like, it was weird. And like, there's a, you were, you were saying earlier, there's that scene in the desert where there's this big spaceship that's just in the middle of this desert. I don't know. All that stuff is really interesting and, and cool looking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, one of my favorite visuals was a mother necromancer mode. I think that yeah. just looks so cool whenever she does. It's like that weird sound, like mm -hmm. she would just rise up and just yeah, just hover and fly scream. and scream. That scream, yeah, is just so eerie. Yeah, really cool. And the another little plot about her eyeballs and how the power comes oh, yeah. from the eyes, and she's constantly plucking her eyes out. People are trying to steal her eyes. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a lot. I'm not a lot in combat mode. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like a megazord. <laughs> combat mode. God damn it. Gentle as a puppy. Sabertooth tiger. There you go. What are the other ones? Fucking Trimeranosaurus. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Mast a mastodon. Triceratops. Sabertooth tiger. Uh, pterodactyl. That's right. I think that's all. That's five, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm dressed like a Power Ranger right now. Boom. Are you the Red Ranger? No. What, what will make you think that? <laughs> Why? Uh -uh. <laughs> I just really like the color red, all right? Yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> um trying to think of yeah i'm looking forward to season two i think they have a lot of things to answer and uh i think they set it up in a interesting way with the the serpent is now like three times as big as it was and it's now floating yeah. off into and in, into yeah wherever it can, the forest it, can, it flies why will yeah. why to have the tunnels <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and yeah, I'm curious to see how they, speaking of the tunnels, how they explain that because well, yeah, for yeah, a second like, you think mother and father die, but then they're spit back out. Um, and then yeah. also you were mentioning one of the daughters who falls into the pit who dies. The people and the mouse, the Paul's mouse, mouse falls yeah. in and so, then it comes hmm. out. And anything that comes out is like weird, right? Like I remember the, the mouse is doing some weird shit right after it got out. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like acting weird. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, but I think it bit somebody or something which it never done. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Some of the stuff was fresh. Like I literally just watched the last episode, probably twenty minutes before we started recording. But um, mm -hmm. there is a line of dialogue that Campion has. Uh, it's not in the it's not in the finale, but I think it's either episode before that. But he's talking about how oh, I have my sister fell into the tunnels and she died. But then I kept seeing her, and but it was weird. Like she was, and he's like, "What's?" The, and he's talking to Paul, and he's like, "What's the word?" 
and he's like evil she, she, she felt evil and then like kind of like looks over at the mouse so i don't know if <laughs> some of these characters change when they come back out like a fucking pet cemetery <laughs> type of situation but yeah <clears throat> we'll see. yeah yeah but yeah season two is pretty cool this is the one of the few i mean i've liked hbo original shows before but one of the newer ones from like the hbo max era that i've actually liked uh, I don't really get into their original content much because uh, their documentaries are fire. I like documentaries, but their shows are typically more of the artsy fartsy kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh, that I'm not into. So uh, this is the first one I know that's been like sci-fi. They typically don't go sci-fi. They yeah. usually go drama and like they do a lot of crime dramas and crime stuff dramas like for sure. Yeah. Uh, so murder mysteries. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked Oz. I never got into Sopranos. I'd like to try it, but um, I really like this one. So, it, yeah, like you said, if you're into sci-fi at all, yeah. awesome show. If you're definitely a fan of sci-fi, you definitely, yeah. Oh, and I guess I'm looking above your head. Just for clarification, this is a Max original, so you have to have, um, you have to be subscribed to Max. Really? Yeah. Like if you have if you have HBO on cable, you can't watch this. Mm -mm. I think Weird. it's yeah, Max original. Wow. Well, I'd be pissed because HBO is a pretty penny when you pay for it on cable. Right. I'm looking. Um, let's see here. I'm going to see if there's any word on like a. Well, I guess it just came out, so they probably wouldn't have announced season two yet. Or maybe, I mean, I guess they're going to have to, but I don't know if they have a date. Yeah. Look it up. See what it says. <laughs> Dude, apparently there's a fucking Game of Thrones spinoff that's happening next year. I was like, what? Yeah, isn't it about the dragon people? I don't know. I said it was a prequel, and it has well, one of the Doctor the Who's in it. The dragon the dra I don't give a fuck about a prequel. It's like, I don't care. But I've watched. It'll be good. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. They don't... I'm pretty sure it's about the rise of the dragonettes. The dragon like clan, you know, that naked chick with three dragons. But before, before she was born, though, like her family line, because that one king that everyone talks about, I think it's going to have him like the, the crazy one. And everyone blamed her for the sins of her father. Oh, yeah. The crazy king. I forget what they called him. The mad, the mad king. king. Yeah. yeah. She Damn. was mad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm on this website. There's like a shit ton of quotes from this showrunner from Raise Wolves. I, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't look like they have a, a release date, but I may yeah. uh, put that into our Facebook thing because there's a lot of quotes from what season two is going to look like. So I don't want to yeah, read I, it here. A lot of them, but. I, that guy talks a lot. I'm watching, <laughs> a, I'm watching an interview and he's saying a bunch of shit. He's like, Dude, what the fuck? Damn. Is this guy just, I mean, it's cool. Most people, you know, are pretty tight lipped about their show and they don't give away stuff and they don't talk about it too much. They just do the, the PR kind of stuff. But this guy's like, getting into fan theories and stuff so yeah it makes sense his show seems like someone who talks a lot or thinks a lot and <laughs> there's these pits and then she gets pregnant and then it's a serpent and then it's you know yeah <clears throat> but, uh, the storyboarding was crazy <laughs> they're like hey man let's slow down on that cocaine buddy let's uh yeah. zero it in i like to be there on that pitch meeting bro yeah i wonder was this a book or did he just is this... I, have no, I have no idea. It was something. I'm, I think it was something. I can't remember. It was some. I think it was a short story or something, like a short mm. sci-fi story. 
is what I remember, but I'm pretty sure it's not original. But I'm pretty okay. sure whatever this originally was, they changed the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty damn sure. Interesting. It was actually it was actually about a fucking group of kids raised by real wolves, <laughs> but we've reimagined it as a sci-fi epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, man. Yeah, that sounds like something they would do. Yeah. So yeah, uh, definitely recommended by me. Yeah, agreed. Let's go see it. All right, that's two recommendations. That's uh, we're gonna give this two thumbs up emojis. We'll come up with a better scale later. Uh, yeah. So check it out if you got HBO Max. Uh, man, shoot, we keep talking about HBO Max. Uh, good value. Might as well get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out these movies uh, like Wonder Woman just came out I don't know what the next one is but we got some more coming down the pipeline is Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman came out on Christmas so we got a little while of it left on there apparently there's a movie uh, when I was watching Raised by Wolves when I was like scrolling down <laughs> the main page they had a little spread they had a picture of Denzel I was like what's Denzel doing what are you doing Denzel oh yeah I did and then there's like a little snippet of, there's a new movie with him and Jared Leto um that's supposed to be it was supposed to go to theaters it was one of the ones in the list of theatrical same day um but that comes out in a couple weeks yeah so I guess I don't know what the fuck it's about but if you like Denzel and Jared Leto then fuck it uh I don't know how I feel about Leto after Joker <laughs> it's like yeah a, I mean I liked him in that uh Dallas Buyers Club that was amazing Mm-hmm. But I haven't really seen him in too many roles that I like. But uh, apparently he's a really good actor. I'm like, well, I don't remember him being a really good actor. <laughs> yeah, I liked him in uh, Panic Room. And like you said, Dallas Bowers Club. Those are the only two that I kind of go back to. It's um, his performance. Yeah. Uh, I Joker, yes. that's for sure. Yeah, damn. And then they're bringing Joker back from Justice League. I'm like, uh, Why? Uh, apparently Zack Snyder has an idea how to make it good and uh, okay give you the benefit <laughs> give you the benefit of the doubt my friend yeah uh, so yeah two recommendations really cool sci-fi show check it out uh, I loved it we'd like to know what you guys thought about it um, yeah I mean mo- they, as far as modern like new sci-fi shows I think this is like top of the crop. There's not too many of them out anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you got to watch it if you're into that. Like Netflix has had a couple of really cool ones, uh, like Altered Carbon. Uh, but season one was dope. Season two was kind of fell off. So, uh, and that was quite a while ago. It was a couple of years ago that that came mm-hmm. out. So we've been missing something like that. So yeah, check it out. Really awesome. That's yeah, I think my... this is probably the best sci-fi since Watchmen, which I guess isn't that long. I think Watchmen came out last year, but another HBO show. But um, yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen Watchmen or Raised by Wolves, fucking, you should double dip on those. Do it, do it. I mean, think about it. Just do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Your character can't be just a guy that says do it. Yo, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, so many movies to talk about. I know. All I was right. gonna ask you, have you seen Warrior? I guess there's a show on HBO. It's about like Bruce Lee called Warrior. It's a show. I don't know if it's Bruce Lee himself or like somebody, one of his students, or like they take his his um, his martial art, like the way he does martial art. I don't know his training and make a show out of it. But there's a show on HBO. It's all about 
Bruce Lee called Warrior. I was going to check it out. I was wondering if you had oh, seen is it, it all? No, I hadn't. Uh, but if there's just training like Bruce Lee, which that sounds lame, but yeah. I'll, I'll see what it's about. Uh, speaking of that, there is a 30 for 30 on ESPN. Maybe you can find it on YouTube or something if you don't have it. But uh, Be Like Water about Bruce Lee. Mm, nice. And, uh, you know, it's very rare that they do any – 30 for 30 on someone who's not like playing team sports. And it was really good. I really nice. liked that one. You know, fucking 30 for 30 always kills it. Oh so yeah, for sure. It's one of the best the, documentary shows out there. Yeah. yeah. So good. But yeah, check that out, man. Uh, be like water or be water. Cause that was his okay. saying, you know, water can destroy rock, but water can fit into any container. That was his philosophy with Kung Fu to be like water. Uh, yeah. So check this show out. Uh, Thank you guys. Uh, steadily getting some more subscribers. We really appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Throw us some likes, throw us some views. Uh, check out the Sean Claude Van Damme video because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's still killing it. Yeah. Dude, that thing's just going to keep growing. One of these days, Ridiculous. Gonna like, one of the, we're going to hit a million on that damn thing. <laughs> uh, that's going to be, be our, the one that, that puts us on the map. This fucking yeah. us bullshitting about Van Damme movies. Sean Claude's gonna see it, and I'd like to do an interview with them. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? I loved your video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, all, we're also on Spotify, so fucking oh yeah, download, big news, subscribe big news. on Spotify. Um, and I guess if anyone's still listening out there, <laughs> usually <laughs> people don't make it this far. Yeah. But, um, the way I've been uploading them, because we've been working backwards, it's going to look weird on Spotify. Because I realized the first episode I put on Spotify was our newest one. And so every new one I make, it's actually the ranking is backwards. So it, it should be flipped where like the newest one should be up top. But now it's because I'm going in backwards. Yeah. So I, don't know how to, I don't know if I should just keep going and say, fuck it. And then it'll just reset itself once I catch up. Or oh, I don't know. You're naming them the appropriate numbered episode, right? Yes, but so the people, way it's the way it's uploaded is through um, date of upload. Yeah, but I mean, as long as you're doing it reverse chronologically, I would imagine it's going to be you know twenty three, twenty two, or reversed. So did it? It's it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to go bottom to top, and then eventually it'll get episode one, and then eventually it'll be episode like if I do all the episodes today, all the way to episode one or backlog. Our next episode, episode 24, will be at the top of the list that week. So it'll be episode 24, and it'll be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and all the way down to 22. So it'll reset itself. There's a number on it if you yeah. really wish to watch them in order, which doesn't matter with our show. We're right. going to start making it matter. We're going to be like South Park. We're going to have interweaving storylines between there episodes and reoccurring themes <laughs> and characters. That would be fun. You miss an episode, you miss a lot. Mm-hmm. And on Spotify, we're going to make it so you don't get the full effect. Like, ah, look at that fucking shirt you're wearing. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what's that in the background? Uh, That's nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. Look out the window. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Check that out. We'd appreciate it. We appreciate you listening and watching. Uh, we just have fun doing this. And that's the only reason we do it. Uh, just a way to get together and talk about stupid shit. Um, that's a lot easier to do than texting each other about it yeah we used to try and do this shit over messages and shit hey you check out this fucking movie's awesome yeah anyways so yeah uh 
we love you guys for uh, being a part of it, and we really appreciate it. And uh, anyways, hope you all have a good Sunday. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much from yeah from both of us. Thank you, so, thank you. Take care. All right. See you, man. Peace. See y'all. <laughs>